So Kent, we are in Belvedere, Vermont, in the cold hollow mountains, and we're here to talk about dead stuff, right? Yeah, unfortunately, we are looking for roadkill today. We're with Bridget Butler. Thanks for coming, Bridget. Yeah, hi. And Bridget, you're with Cold Hollow to Canada. Yep, I am. Cold Hollow to Canada is a small forest conservation nonprofit, and one of our core program areas is uh, citizen science. And what are we doing here looking for roadkill? It seems kind of morbid, but this has actually got a really good purpose. Yeah, it does. So one of the focuses for Cold Holiday Canada is thinking about how can we keep forests intact, healthy, and productive for people and for wildlife. And so in this area right here, we're in one of the most intact broadleaf temperate forests actually in the world. And it's a great travel corridor for all different kinds of wildlife, from salamanders to black bears. And one of the things that we need to do is we need to keep those forests intact and on the landscape. But sometimes they get fragmented, right? And the fragmentation can happen by roads. So the next thing is to start to look at where are those pinch points for animals and what can we do to minimize collisions that can impact not only the animals but people too. You know, there are millions of accidents a year caused by animal collisions. So by collecting some data about where we're seeing animals cross both successfully and unsuccessfully, maybe we can make some changes in how we manage roadways that are going to be better for everybody. So roadkill isn't just roadkill. There's a story behind it. There's, there's stories about forest connectivity, and there's something that people can do, right? right. So it isn't just like seeing something dead by the side of the road. You can take a picture of it, right. and it can be used for science. It can. And so we have built um, a project site on iNaturalist where you can go and you can upload your photos. So you create an account there, and when you can safely pull over, which is why we're all donning these beautiful orange vests today. Right. Safety when, first. <laughs> safety first. And we're on a, on a dirt road, a side yeah. road. I invited you guys here today because this is actually, it's really interesting, it's a crossroads. So not only is it a spot where um, two major routes through this part of northern Vermont come together, and then we've got bog road that's a dirt road. It's also a spot where animals are crossing. So on either side of the roadway, as you look here, we have wetland. We have beautiful, gorgeous wetland with conifers. And then we have the mountain ranges that kind of pull up. And whenever we see evergreens on one side of the road and wetlands on the other side, that is a hot spot for animals to be crossing. So here, if you go just, man, 500 yards down the road here, you're gonna see moose crossing signs. And Bog Road is one of my favorite roads to walk in the spring, in the fall, for reptiles and amphibians. Uh huh. So today we're sort of citizen science volunteers yes. today. Right on. You and got your so phone? I have my phone with me, and I actually have the iNaturalist app on Super. it. How are we going to do this project today? Yeah. So the good thing is we're going to start on a dirt road, and it's it's really nice because this makes it a lot safer. It's not as well traveled. But this is one of the spots that's been identified by the state from the structural components, that wetland and the woodland on either side, as a place where there's high potential for wildlife crossings. So what we're going to do is we're just going to walk the road and we're going to look for evidence of things that maybe have been hit, unfortunately, but we can also look for tracks and signs. So say like a fox is jotting down the road and he stops to do his business, we can capture that as data. So we'll take yeah. a picture of scat. Yeah, we could take a picture of scat. Now wait, I want to go back for a second and ask you a question about um, these pinch points and yeah. how you guys figure out that they're pinch points in the first place. Like, is there is there some sort of modeling that goes into it and then you've got to get people on the ground to sort of prove that that is the case? Yeah, that's exactly it. 
Oh, so, so leaves, sorry. Leaf. Yeah, I know, right? Leaves that look like salamanders. There's been modeling that's been done by Vermont Fish and Wildlife. And basically, they're looking at maps that show where the, the habitat structure is right for animals to cross. So they haven't necessarily identified it by actual roadkill data, but just by the landscape level data. But it, that's why we're here. Right? Exactly. So right, there's not enough biologists in the state to send them out to ground truth this, but we can crowdsource people and the emotions that they have when they see wildlife that has been hit in roadways to kind of get people involved in gathering that data for us to be able to find where these pinch points are. And the great thing is, is anybody can do this, right? It's anybody. A, it's a great thing to do with you kids, just, too, you, right? As long as it's safe. As long as it's safe. We recommend older kids, like high school age kids, rather than younger kids. Unless it's a dirt road like this that maybe you walk with your family every day. Like you're out walking the dog. Maybe this is the road that you bike. The safety piece is really big. Right. So we want to make sure we're doing it in a safe way. But Here it is. Look, look, we found it. A dead frog. Oh. I'm, I hate to be excited, but I kind of am. Oh. Is that a red belly? Oh, that might be. Son of a gun. You might... God, that's a beauty. So I'm going to whip my phone out, right? Yep. And it also records GPS with it too, right? Yes. So the location. Exactly. And that's the core thing for the project that's really important and why we decided to use iNaturalist, is it's going to give us the exact latitude and longitude for where we found this. And then what's even better for our participants is it's going to show them right away kind of that instant gratification of this is where I found this animal. We didn't just create it for our region. We created it in a way that it's for the whole entire state. And the data is open. So you can grab the data off of the website and use it for your purposes in your town or your community. You know, it makes me sad to walk down this road and find a dead frog and a dead red-bellied snake. But then I think about the fact that we can upload this data and it's going to be used for something, right? Right. And so what we're hoping to do is as we get more data points, we can find places where there are these pinch points and then look at what's going on around us. Is there a culvert? Is there a bridge? Is there a guardrail that's that's in the way or causing things um, to get hit in that area? We can do a little bit deeper dive into looking. Maybe we could put some wildlife cameras to really get the successful crossings too. Because right here we have the unsuccessful crossing. Right. We don't know how many animals may have crossed here successfully. And so eventually you could also put up signs to warn exactly. people if you're seeing moose or bear cross in a spot to help keep people safe as they're traveling. Exactly. Roads. And animals are going to have their wild paths that they like to travel over and over again, but they may shift those. So the signs that we see on 109 right now today, maybe the moose aren't moving through there anymore. Maybe development has popped up. And so they have to shift where they're moving from. So then we can shift where our signage is. And here's the great thing. Anybody can do this. And you can find more information about how to join up on iNaturalist and your Wild Pass project and Cold Hollow on the webpage of vpr.net or at the Cold Hollow webpage, which would be coldhollowtocanada.org. Thanks a lot, Bridget. This has been really great. A little bit sad, but... (laughs) You know. A little sad, but sad science is good science. That's right. I, I think we should keep walking and see if we can find some more roadkill. All right. I'm Kent McFarland. And I'm Sarah Zahendra. Thanks for listening to Outdoor Radio.